Hello everyone and welcome to the Infinite Generation podcast, your Christian lifestyle podcast of choice. Grab your coffee and your Bible, it's going to be a special episode it's special because I'm joined by Itu Mama Sedi. And yeah, this is my first podcast and he's basically handing over to me. I'm excited and more excited because it's Easter Sunday. Yay. Do me. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Uh, how do you welcome me on like <laughs> the Infinite Generation podcast? I should be welcoming you, but I'm fine. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm very happy to, to be podcasting again. Uh, we tried the podcast and it really didn't last a very long time. Uh, and someone is to blame for that. We won't say who. Hmm. So I'm great and I'm happy to have you here. <laughs> Who's happy to have who? Anyway, Asikola Potumi, it's Easter Sunday and it's the perfect time to reflect on the power of resurrection. Let's take it a step back and talk about the significance of the cross or the crucifixion. Let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I love I love the Bible, and I, it's because I love I love words, and I love I love words, and I love themes, and the imagery of I was telling you this earlier, um, when I when I said I feel like there's almost like a thing that's getting lost in 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 modern Christianity around that that understanding of the Passover, why it's called the Passover. And maybe it's because people think that Easter is about um, the Easter, the Easter bunny. Is it the Easter bunny or is it the? <laughs> it is the Easter the bunny. The Easter bunny and the yeah. eggs and the chocolate. And it's not. It's not really about that. It's a, It's about the 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 idea of the Passover lamb. Comes from the Old Testament, where um, a, a lamb whose whose uh, bones were not meant to be broken. It was meant that that's the, the spotless lamb. The idea of the spotless lamb comes from there, that the lamb, the sacrificial lamb, was meant to be whole and, and, and therefore it was meant to be sacrificed or burned whole and its bones were not meant to be crushed. And you see that imagery coming over now sure. um, to, 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 to where Jesus Christ on the cross uh, his bones don't get broken. Yes. Although it is true that um, one of the Roman soldiers pierced his side. We know that he pierced his side to confirm that he was dead. But that was the whole thing is that his bones were never broken because at that time he had already been confirmed dead. So for me, it's it's a it's a special time because I think every, every uh, religion has its core tenets. And I just feel like we are missing out on the opportunity to just like talk about why it's important and where it comes from. Mm. And I understand that, you know, Easter is like Christmas. It's like a commercial time. And and so there's that a bit of commercialness that that goes to it. But it, for me it's important because the the because the imagery of the Passover just tells us about the predestination of the cross. And that's why it's important to take this time to, yes, celebrate that we've got holidays and you're home and you can relax, but just have an understanding of what the concept of Passover means. It literally quite meant that there was a time when the nation was being wiped out under the wrath mm. of God. And the instruction was every door, every door that had the blood on it will have the angel of death pass over it mm -hmm. and that's where it comes from it means that we have our sins atoned for and so the yes. angel of death passes 
over you. That that idea around Passover comes from there. And I love it, but I do know that, you know, um, there are there are reasons uh, behind why there's a general lack of understanding. I just love it because I'm just like an uh, I'm I'm um what what do they call it old spirit and I like <laughs> knowing where things come from mm-hmm. and I like sitting down and understanding things from that perspective. So it's a really special time for me. This it's very important. It's very important. I like the fact that you highlighted that you know slowly but surely. In fact, maybe not slowly like rapidly we're moving away from Mm. what the Passover is about and Mm. um, when we should, I mean, it's the, it's the foundation of Christianity, honestly. Mm. So if we're not really honing in and really, you know, taking our magnifying glasses and, you know, really Mm. zooming into what it's about Mm. and how it affects us. Mm. Don't you feel like also like there's just a general lack of study. I just find that. Oh, and I, I say it cautiously because I don't want to sound like I'm judging people like, oh, you know, you study the Bible. But like, I just find like people just don't like studying like the context of things. And you always just like feel like a Christian snob if you want to like tell people about context. Like, oh, wow, here's Mr. Context. It's going to speak about context. <laughs> just read the thing and just like let it go. So I do find that there's a bit of um, the the lack of studying context of things. And for me, that's why I always just like t- try to take time to understand a thing. Um, there's this thing, Yabo, uh, it's funny. And all, I, I just uh, mean this with no offense to anyone listening. But Abba Vangeli, you know Abba Vangeli, they, they will go, and Jesus wept. And that's the sermon. That's it. That's all. Oh, Jesus. Wakala. Now we Ungakala. You know, and so there's there's a little bit of that 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 comes through. And I mean it's I, I mean it in the friendliest way possible. I just my preference is just understanding things. Um and, and specifically because I think all other religions in the world um never move away from their centers. You know, I was saying this to you earlier about Islam, you know, um, uh, Buddhism. They, they, they just have their core tenets and that's what they stick to. And I think that that's a thing that we can learn in Christianity mm. to just understand ourselves from our foundations, what Christianity is about and why we're here. And so that's why. I totally agree with you. And I think maybe in a later episode, we can talk about how to exegete scripture in the right way, mm. you know, because mm. I think that's what most mm. people struggle with. Mm. Um, it's always, yeah, but, you know, it's my interpretation. Mm. It's how I'm reading it. And the next mm. person is saying, yeah, but that's how I read it. Mm. So perhaps it'll be beneficial to our listeners. It's also like a bit of some in- Instagram culture in Christianity. Like everything is a, is a quote. It's like, and it's like, that's a bad way to live life. It's like, not everything is a quote. Some things make sense in the context of a chapter, you know, and, and the way we share memes influences how we, how we become as Christians, because as long as, as soon as it becomes long or it feels long, it's like, it's like a Bible study now. Mm. And that's the right way to understand Mm. scripture because exegesis is exactly that. It's taking something and putting it in context for someone to understand where this was coming from. And I mean, it's an injustice for me to walk into a place and say 
something about you know Jesus Jesus um spat to the ground and he like he like healed a guy with his spit right you have to contextualize that so people understand um was it in Jesus character was Jesus trying to prove something where was he um was he in a certain place was he within the vicinity of people who were not Jews because there's a lot of times when Jesus acted in the context of a certain place. Yes. And many times Jesus couldn't even do certain things because of the context of the place that he was in. That's so right. those things are important. Um, Christianity shouldn't be Instagram. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Instagram. Yeah, it's not an Instagram type culture. It really requires you to sit down and study. And I mean, if if any other thing, I mean, Mosem Sebenzini, mm. when you're at work, you... You take time to understand mm. your work, mm. you research, mm. you, you know, sit down and you read, mm. you talk, you, mm. all of these things so that you understand better and you apply yourself better. Mm. So if this is something that you call the final authority over mm. your life, something mm. that you call, you know, your moral compass mm. and direction, then surely mm. you should at least, you know, right? at least just like give it that it's, time it's that it deserves. It's the very foundation of exactly. your life. And, exactly. And you mustn't treat it like so passively. It's, yes. you know, what you're saying is, is almost like we live in South Africa and there's a constitution. Whether you like it or not, the constitution is a constitution. Mm -hmm. You know, you indifferent or not to it. So it's it's weird. You know what you say is interesting. It's weird that Christians almost treat the word of God like it's optional. I mean, we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. But it's weird how that happens. Like like it's optional. I can I will listen to everything else. I'll pay my tax because SARS demands it. They don't want to yeah. know. It's like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like I need a choice. In fact, even before it comes to your bank account, SARS takes uh, what belongs to SARS and gives you the rest. But where it comes to the word of God being the final authority in our lives. There tends to be a, a bit of leeway that people create. Like, yeah, no, hey, Lana, I won't understand I'm a weakness. Um, and so I completely, I completely relate to that. And to stick with the theme of Passover, yes. do you feel like um the message of, of Jesus Christ? Because I understand that um Easter is 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 a time of families, a time of celebration, but do do you just find that the 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 message itself gets diluted from and there's a lot that you can derive from the message of the cross mm. you can speak about the power of resurrection you can speak about um you know Jesus died and the bible says when he when he died he went to hell and hades and he took the keys of death and he resurrected so there's a lot do you feel like there's a bit of a sense of people not really getting the core message of of the cross of Jesus' life and the fact that the cross itself was maybe the climax um, of Jesus' life. What do you think? The cross is the reason for everything. It's the reason we have the entire Bible, this whole mm. entire time, mm. you know, from Genesis mm. chapter 1. Mm. The Bible has been pointing to the cross. The cross. It's mm. been pointing to the Son of Man. Mm. So... Once he's here, once he's on that cross, that's the point of the whole story. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's important for us not to move away from that, mm -hmm. um, especially during this time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there'll be other times where, you know, we can talk about other symbols and whatnot. And I'm not saying we shouldn't. 
at this time. But I think right now, at this time, we should be focusing on the cross. You know, what happened on that cross and how does it benefit me? You know, why did God do it? Um, why, why was Jesus fully God? Why was he fully man? You know, why was he fully righteous? Because as a mediator, he needed to be perfect and he needed to be the right candidate on both sides. So God sees him and he sees this perfect person, you know, um, who can be a lamb or a sacrificial lamb for all time. On our side, you know, this is somebody that we can relate to, somebody who lived like us, but obviously lived way better than we could ever, you know. So we needed the perfect mediator, and Jesus was that perfect mediator. It's time for us to just reflect on that, to look, you know, at the results of sin. You know, what was sin doing to us before Jesus um, came and he hung on the cross? We were dead. We were under wrath. We were under condemnation. We were slaves. We were separated from God. And this is a time to just really reflect reflect on you know what an awesome and perfect savior that he is he's brought us back he's given us all these beautiful gifts um by dying on the cross and by resurrecting because even when he he rises again you know he's still giving us more and more and more and throughout his lifetime jesus has always been concerned about the spiritual condition of people like think of um this particular story in the Bible where they bring a paralyzed man, you know, he's this guy's friends bring him to Jesus. They open the roof and they bring him down. And, you know, Jesus says this man's sins are forgiven. And that's not why they're there. They're there because they want physical healing for this person. But because the primary mandate for Jesus coming here is not necessarily, and I'm not saying he doesn't want to heal people. He can. He's got all the authority. But the primary reason why he's here is because he wants to heal our souls. He wants to, you know, really make us whole spiritually. Um, and so I think it's important for us to go back there and not so much chase, you know, uh, the signs. But the core reason for why he came is for us to be sp spiritually whole. And I think we need to come back to that message. You're not deviates. There's nothing wrong with all the other stuff, but we need to always make sure that we are we are here. Once we have this in check, then you know all these other things will come easily to us. I love that the idea of the spiritual condition of men, um, and and it wasn't it wasn't just the the one example that you speak about. A lot of the time, Jesus would would do a thing and say, "Go." Your sins go and sin no more. Um, when he spoke to the the woman at the well, who who came um, at at midday to the well because because her sin had disposed her from society, and sin will do that to you. Yep. Um, and I know, and I know sometimes you know people don't like speaking about this. Not a lot of people speak about sin these days. Um, sin will reposition you, and where where the the typical setting for the collection of water was the morning time before the before midday and it's scorching hot uh she intentionally rerouted her herself she yes. rescheduled things around around the let's call it the result of her sin let's call it the the new structure of her life had now been set up 
to make sure that she doesn't meet with people. She doesn't get seen by other people. Mm. Because once you live long enough, you'll understand that your shame will force you to reschedule. I don't know if you've ever gotten like <laughs> so low in life that you actually know that, okay, I want to be four-way crossing. Uh, at this time mm. and you intentionally avoid going to that place yep. it's because it, it 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 quite literally the result of sin and the shame that it puts on you is rearranging your life mm. and when jesus could really have just gotten to the point and said okay this is what you've got to do one two and three very often jesus will say go and sin no more because what happens is that and, and, and if we're not careful to, to not lose this message, we'll lose it from, from the cross. The cross was always meant to be a once and for all event. Yes. But what tends to happen is that you actually can undo the grace, the work of grace on the cross. And I know that it's a controversial thing to say because it people is. say Jesus' cross was once and for all. Your was sins, past, uh, present, present and, future. and future. Yes. And I understand that. Okay. And I know because I hear it all over. Everyone says that. Your, mm -hmm. your past and present and future sins were forgiven you. However, you and I, I'm telling you now, actually don't want to live in a world where there is no equity. We behave like, like God is cool with everything. And God is not cool with everything. True. And this is why it's possible that with all the grace, with all the mercy, with all the... Uh, the, the, the love that God has for us, receiving the work and the result of the cross can always be undone by the conscious choices that we make. Were it not so, then it meant that everyone would automatically qualify for the grace of God. And that's not the case. This is why you have to receive Jesus Christ. If you can receive Jesus Christ, it actually means that the, your life and your walk and your actions can undo the grace that you receive. That's true. Because you, you can't be in a position to receive Jesus Christ and not understand the concept that your actions can deny his lordship over your life. They can. Absolutely. They can. So, so I think that if we're not careful to not muddle the, 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 and I don't know, man, I don't know why, I don't know why God created things like this, but there's a beautiful, there's a beautiful illustration of this. And I think it's in Revelation where, where, where the Bible says, Jesus says, I stand at the door of your heart. Mm -hmm. I stand at the door of your heart and I'm knocking. Mm -hmm. It, it paints the picture for me that it is possible for Jesus to stand at the door of your heart knocking and you reject Jesus. Mm -hmm. So for me, I love the fact that we understand that the cross was always the what was always God's redemptive means. But it's not an a cover all blanket forever green. <laughs> 
forever green. It's it's not. So for me, I I'm, I'm always cautious to stay in 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 the balance. I don't want people to understand the message of God being all about wrath and condemnation because it's not. And it gets proven because God could have elected to wipe out humanity like he did in Genesis. Yes. There was a time when God got angry and he wiped and that and he wiped out humanity save for a few people. So so for me that's a very important thing to carry over to say with all the love of God, with all the grace of God, the mercy of God and what we celebrate now at Easter, which is the redemptive power of the cross, we must be cautious that we confess him with our mouths but reject him with our hearts. Then are we really saved? Are we really truly saved? Have we really received him? Huh, you know, it's it's a it's a contentious it's a contentious place to go to there. Um but but here's the 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 the, the point that I would draw you to. Mm-hmm. To say, as a, as, a, as a human being, and this is why I say, not if I was God. You see, if I was God, I would make sure that people don't have a choice. So I can, I can really just I know the have story a, of a, a, a perfect world, right? Mm. But God created you to be, an, to be a self-sustaining agent of choice. Mm-hmm. And I suppose it's a good thing in the sense that we enjoy the dominion that is equal to God. We, we almost are co-rulers with God. But it's also bad in the sense that you can be a disaster to your own self True. as a result of the choices that you make. Mm-hmm. So it's unfair for us to want to receive the grace that uh, you, can, you can receive Jesus Christ. You can choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's literally the, the, the rite of passage into salvation is confession. You have to say, I, I hereby submit myself under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So that's not automatic. So for me, it says to me that in the same way as you can, in inverted commas, vote <laughs> to become Christian, mm-hmm. you can also vote and step down. Whether or not you tell us your friends or you just do it on the side is a different story. And we can't be involved in the politics of judgment that for me that's a very big thing because then you can get into the argument of what big enough is a sin and what is a small sin Mm -hmm. and where do you go where's the edge once you get into that it's like you can argue to infinity for me where in, in the bible does it say this them that love him will follow his commandments Mm -hmm. so a, a, a direct result of the condition of your heart yes. is what will make you continually submit yourself. So, Absolutely. so, so when you, when you, when you, the condition of your heart is right, this is where I'm trying to answer your question. Sure. When the condition of your heart is right, even when you sin and you falter and you fall on the wayside, it brings you back yes. to submission and saying, Lord, I know that I'm not perfect, but I bring myself back to you. So I think nobody can answer the question. Uh, we, we, we could get into, into a long, long I think you've argument. answered it, though. However, <laughs> I still stick by this. If we're not careful, we will build a world where we feel like there are no consequences 
and it's uh, it's also on topic now because I, I know this is a Christian podcast, but I want to speak about this where people spoke about you know Will Smith. Yeah, was was what he did right by slapping Chris Rock. You know, I mean, Uh-oh. you must control yourself. And uh, but but to what extent? And that's the argument I make. I, I don't want to point God and 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 create the image of an angry God. But, but he's a just we, God. He's a just God. Yes. Exactly. So he believes in justice. Exactly. Mm. And and that for me is a very important thing for us to hold on to. While we celebrate Easter, we must understand that time is finite. This is what we call uh, the concept of judgment day is based on that. That you've got a, a time that yes. you are here. Sure. And one day you will be uh, queuing at Starbucks having your coffee. And the Bible says the trumpet will sound. So that tells you that even God, in all his infinite wisdom and love, works within confines. You have a time to start and a time to end. You are an agent of choice. And the choices that you make in this period will ultimately affect what happens to you and and the result of that. Why God made it like that? I don't know. If I was God and I was making people, I would just make them, I would create the software such that they never do a thing that I'm I'm angry about. But then that would mean we are not truly following him or truly loving him. Yeah, but the, the, there's also so, that. Yeah. So I love them I love the the message of the cross. Um, and and I want for people to understand that um in fact the cross in and of itself is is an indication that God could just have wiped us out, mm. but God decided not to. Mm. So if anything, we should not walk away heavy hearted yes. that there is this cloud of judgment yes. over us, but celebrate that God will give you a second and a third and a fourth chance. And the evidence of that is that even today you are listening to this podcast and you are not dead. You can still take the choice to say, I'm submitting myself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That in and of itself is an indication that God has given you a chance and that the door of mercy and grace is still open. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just as we wrap it up, I think, you know, as as you accept Jesus, if you are right now, and if you've accepted him, I love that the resurrection, the cross, and all of this just really gives us that confidence to know that our Mm. sins are forgiven one, Mm. like you were saying, that we can enjoy a new life. Of lordship to mm. Jesus. Like, mm. Jesus is our Lord. He now controls us. We're not controlled by our desires mm. and the sin of this world and just the agendas of this world. We have a new hope. We've got, mm. yo, we've got a new hope. We've got a new life. Mm. And um, we don't have to fear death also. And we're so grateful for the cross. That's and you it. know, that's a, a, a really powerful thing for me that... Um, I want to keep reminding myself of and I want for people to never ever ever forget. Once you once you it's almost like once you resign yourself to the thought that me receiving Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life literally means giving over authority yes. of my life and the fact that my my needs, my wants, my desires, the things yes. that concern me, mm. I can lay them at the cross. That is one of the most freeing things you can do for yourself mm. because it means that I may be worried about my cash flow today. I may be worried about uh, being sick. I may be worried about the doctor's report. But how wonderful it is to know that Giving myself over to Jesus Christ 
quite literally means I can go to bed tonight and sleep because I'm not God. I'm not the author of the universe. Mm -hmm. I am not a healer. I didn't create people. Mm. Once I turn it over to God and I turn my life over to him, it's for him to worry about. And I can rest in the confidence that my needs are taken care of, that he knows my cares, that he knows what's burdening me, that he feels and hears my sorrows. And he, he, he has the intention to bless me and to take care of me because I have resigned control of my life. I don't have to figure it out. Quite frankly, I don't want to figure it out. <laughs> God will figure it out. Yeah. And that is the best sleeping tablet that you can take. I cannot argue that. That is so true. Do me? Absolutely. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome. This is the last time anyone <laughs> will hear me on the podcast. Maybe somewhere on Infinite Generations social media pages. But um, I really do believe that you are called for this generation. I think I do tell you this all the time. I think that you have a voice. And when I say you have a voice, I'm not talking about what comes out of your mouth when you speak. I think you have a voice and you have a message that's relevant and that needs to be heard. Um Infinite Generations vision for 2022 uh, has a statement somewhere about us being a multinational global movement. And I think that for me, this is encouraging because it's stepping us into the next uh, direction of where we are going as Infinite Generation, where people who God has ordained and has placed in our midst are going to start using the gifts that God has given them. And so for me, more than anything, it's an honor to have you on this platform all the future episodes of this podcast will be amazing because you're here and you're speaking but i really really do think that god is going to use it um, and, and the benefit of technology is that this is going to be heard in america and in china and in india and all over the african continent and that for me is a blessing for god to use you to expand this wonderful mission that we collectively have so welcome and Bye to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been incredible talking to you, Dumi. Um, guys, please, uh, would love to hear from you. So follow us on all our social media pages, Infinite Generation. That's all you have to search. Like, follow, subscribe, share some love. And until next time, goodbye. This is the Infinite Generation podcast where we talk all things Christian lifestyle. Stream on streamoda.com or your favorite podcast streaming app today.